When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Episode 13, Street Entrepreneur. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, I have Juliana Cardona Mahaya. She is the founder of Street Entrepreneurs a non-profit organization in service of providing entrepreneurs of all backgrounds with practical knowledge and access to networks and startup grants. Juliana has worked tirelessly to grow her business from the ground up. She has worked to teach herself and others what it takes to be successful. Welcome, Juliana. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, Juliana, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I was born in Medellin, Colombia. I moved to the U.S. when I was nine years old. And I've lived in Florida, Colorado, um, D.C. for about five years now, I think. Um, and yes, I initially thought I would work in, in politics. Um, that's what brought me to D.C. Um, I ended up working uh, at PBS and learning a lot about design thinking, systems thinking, um, and after that, I studied uh, community organizing and, and worked uh, a little bit at the World Bank um, before I started Street Entrepreneurs. Fantastic. So tell us a little bit more about Street Entrepreneurs. What exactly is it and where did the idea come from? Yeah, so Street Entrepreneurs is a community-driven accelerator um, with a huge emphasis on, on being inclusive. Um so we're partnered with the Inclusive Innovation Incubator, um, and we're putting together um, programming uh, for entrepreneurs. So first, for us, it's about um, investing in human capital. Uh, so we bring in about 32 um, lecturers and um, facilitators to talk about a range of topics. Uh, so we cover about eight topics. Um, we provide about four workshops per topic um, in different times and in different dates and, you know, schedules um, so that it really doesn't price out entrepreneurs who either work in the mornings or in the evenings or have full-time families um, and, you know, keeps them here in D.C., doesn't ask them to leave, you know, for to Silicon Valley for six months, you know, um, but really about localized, community-driven um kind of programming. 
Um, in addition to that, we have a talent exchange that allows entrepreneurs to, to trade um, skills with one another and with the community. Awesome. So let's talk a little about getting funding for a nonprofit business. How did you go about doing it? And what advice do you have for other people that may be looking to do the same thing? So I called everyone I had ever met from the time I was two and I asked them to donate. Um, I locked myself in my apartment uh, for two weeks and I, I just dialed away. Um, and it was through a crowdfunding campaign um, in generosity. Wow, that's great that the the community supported you like that. Whenever I think of a nonprofit, I am always a little bit confused. Is this your full-time job? Like, is this how you make your living? So right now we are a startup for startups. Um, I do design thinking consulting on the side, and I use that to to fund uh, my living and, and a lot of the nonprofit expenses. Awesome. So looking back, what is one thing that you wish you knew before you started the business? Mm, that's a really good question. Um, you know, we're never really ready and, and we learn as we go. And I think being flexible and, and able to grow and have a growth mindset is really important. Um, but definitely I, I knew having a co-founder uh, would make things would have made things way easier. Um, so I guess if I have any advice for anyone who's starting anything is find a team of people who are just as passionate about what you're doing as you and do it together. And speaking of street entrepreneurs, what are some of the programs that you guys offer? Yeah, so through our education programming, we cover eight topics, um, everything from innovation to marketing. Um, Right now, in December, we will be launching topic three, which is marketing, and we will bring in a speaker to talk about digital marketing. He's been working with startups and small businesses for years and is very adept at this. Then we're also going to bring uh, another lecturer um, to talk about sales for startups. Um, so right now, that's what we're covering. Awesome. So who can qualify to be a part of the program? The only thing I ask for people to have is a lot of drive and an idea that they desperately want to see come to life. So anyone is welcome to come to our workshops. Of course, um, if you want to be part of our talent exchange, you, you come to four workshops in different topics. If you want to showcase your idea, you come to eight workshops in different topics and you really invest in the community and are pitch ready. So it, it really is kind of measuring grit, measuring um, growth and investing in that. You talk about having a community pitch event on your website. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So entrepreneurs um, that are ready uh, showcase uh, their businesses um, in a, an event that's broadcasted through Facebook Live. And this way, the community and the live audience can pre-order, donate, invest uh, in the businesses um, that they're, they're hearing. So what are some of the workshops that you offer and how can listeners know when they are offered or how much they cost? Like, how does it sort of work? Right, right. So all of our workshops are listed on our website, streetentrepreneurs.org. 
Um, and um, we offered income-based um, pricing for tickets. Um, so for me, it's very important that anyone has access to this education. Um, and we know that affordability has to be relative to income. So if, uh, if you're low income, you're, you're welcome to come free of charge because I know just the, the ticket to get to, to the location where the workshop is held is already skin in the game. It's, it's investment enough. If you're high income, you pay $50 a workshop, um, which is still relatively very affordable. Um, mid-income, you pay 15 So you just go on the website and sign up. So, Juliana, is there any other support for entrepreneurs at Street Entrepreneurs? I know you mentioned the the classes and everything, but is there anything else offered for them? Right. So, as I mentioned, the talent exchange, I think, is uh, it's a crucial piece because it, it, it's about social capital. Um, so it's about mixing networks and creating an ecosystem for entrepreneurs to support one another. So if I'm an entrepreneur that's really good at pitching uh, and I want to donate an hour to another entrepreneur, um, I receive a time credit that, that I can then exchange with other members of the community. For instance, if I, if I wanted one hour of accounting from another entrepreneur, I can do that. So it's like a trade that they do. It is. It's brain time bartering bank. Great. Time it, bank. it seems like a really good marketing tool as well in networking. Yes, for sure, for sure. And of course, we, we are always recruiting volunteers to just give and participate in, in this talent exchange to support startups and economic development here in D.C. Chainers, we're just going to take a very quick break and say thank you to our sponsors, and then we're going to dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, if you're looking for any information for anyone that has appeared on the Chain of Wealth podcast, head over to chainofwealth.com and hit the search bar. Type in their name and hit enter and their show notes page will pop up. The show notes page is designed to give you all the relevant information from the show and really recaps everything in a short and concise format. There are links galore to the people's individual websites, their Facebook pages, Twitter profiles and much more. So head over to chainofwealth.com and search for whoever's being interviewed. So Juliana, why do you think that people fail at achieving their dreams? Why do I think that people fail at achieving their dreams? Um, you know, I don't know I can answer that question. I, I think that you, you pivot, right? You, you, you dream and, and you, you try and you learn and you fail and you pivot. I wouldn't necessarily say failure is, uh, is a bad thing. Um, so, you know, when I was kid I really wanted to to sell brownies and I I tried doing that my business and it failed miserably I I earned like zero (laughs) dollars and then I tried again and I tried something different and I started learning okay what do people want to buy and selling that and so I think I mean if does that answer your question is that yeah no definitely yeah yeah. chain is follow one path through to success it's something that A lot of people fail to do, they get started on something and then they just don't see it through. That's very often why people just can't see their dreams through. But I also think there's something to be said about, hey, if you've been trying something for five years, you've really given it your all, you know, and it's not going anywhere. You do have to kind of set a timeline. Okay, it's time for me to try something else. Yep, 100%. (laughs) 
So do you have any other books or podcasts you could recommend to our listeners? Yeah, so I'm a huge fan of um, iTunes University. And I, I listen to as many resources as I possibly can. So in iTunes University, Stanford has a course on how to start a startup. And it's super, 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 super interesting. As a behavioral economics course that I couldn't recommend enough. There is um, another Stanford course uh, that's entrepreneurship through the lens of venture capital. And that one has been super eye-opening for me. Obviously, I, I love psychology. I think it kind of plays into everything we do. And again, from Stanford, there's a, a podcast series or, or rather a, a video series on how to think like a psychologist. And I mean, I also think we can learn so much from history. And there's another podcast called 15 Minute History from the University of Texas in Austin that I adore. Great. And do you have a favorite quote that you like to live by? Yeah, I do. Um, so it's by, I think it changes. It constantly changes, but I think right now it's a quote by Huge Laurie, and it's um, it says it's a terrible thing. I think in life to wait until you're ready. I have a feeling that now that no one is ever ready to do anything. There's almost no such thing as ready. There's only now, and you might as well do it now. Generally speaking, now is as good a time as any. So I think um, when I was starting Street Entrepreneurs, there was a sense of, am I ready? No, not at all. But I wasn't going to wait till I was ready because I was never, I was never going to be ready. I just kind of had to start and learn and grow. Uh, when I started, the first thing I did was call professors in business schools and ask them to donate their time um, to putting together a course list and teaching a workshop. I didn't know the first thing about business or so I thought. I've learned so much from osmosis, just from a family of entrepreneurs. But it's just, I think it's really important to just start and just try it and, you know, prototype and fail and fail small and learn from that and then try again and try something different and grow. And how can our listeners get in touch with you? Right. So our website, uh, streamentrepreneurs.org, has a contact section and they're welcome to reach out to us that way. Juliana, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any other last piece of, piece of parting guidance? And then we'll say goodbye. Yeah. So um, thank you. I, I will say that um, I think another piece of advice, something that kind of drastically changed my life was studying Seneca, the philosopher. He's very, he's very practical and he really um, talks about finding a balance between what are your dreams and what are your skills and your passions and the needs and, and finding kind of a merge of those. Um, so I, I think, um, I mean, we all define success differently. Um, and there is no one way to be successful and you kind of have to figure that out for yourself. Uh, but when you're doing that, yeah, really take into account, you know, what time, like there's so much limited time uh, and you have so many talents and so many skills and passions to contribute to so figure out what that is for you. Chainers, check out streetentrepreneurs.org. There's loads of business education, mentorship programs and startup grants. If you'd like to get involved, they also receive donations which are tax deductible so definitely deduct their scholarship funds for low-income individuals 
If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. Catch you on the flip side.